0: Hey what's up guys, welcome to the Scandal After Buzz TV After Show This is Season 5, Episode 19, Buckle Up And you better buckle up, it's gonna be a wild ride, right, let's go You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion After Buzz TV And now, let the buzz begin Alright guys, your Fab Four is here As always, ready to break down this episode Starting with me, Emil Innis Jr.,
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Canelia. Hi, I'm Sophia Stanley.
0: I'm Bam Erickson. All right, guys. So before we go into it, what do we think of the episode?
2: Um,
1: for me, it had more.
2: <laughs> for me it had it had moments. It uh, it was cute. It had moments.
3: I thought it was it was pretty solid. You know, it was. I mean, we've had our downs this season. We've yes. had our ups and downs. This wasn't a
1: down, I don't think
0: had our good days
1: well i'm just i said right before we came to the studio if only for you guys who are watching like the only thing i wrote on my notes was a triangle
0: i can't Sophia. (laughs) I i thought it was a decent episode i liked it um all right guys so let's go ahead and break it down so um let's start with abby and liv in this episode, we see that, you know, the campaign is really getting heated and Abby and Liv being the campaign managers for Susan Ross and Melly, um, we're starting to see how the tensions are playing, especially since we, it was addressed towards the end of the episode, but there's tensions that have been building over the last couple of weeks, even outside of their candidates. Um, so first, my first note is I love Sally Langston. Oh. Just quickly on her. I just love how cool is it to play a role like that where you just get to come in and just and <laughs> read, right? Like just read the whole time. Like I, 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 love her role on the show now, and I think it's absolutely perfect. Um, so when we opened up, we saw Ali and Liv talking to reporters and talking about the opposing candidates, and none of them are focusing on Hollis. They're all talking about each other. Um, and then later on, we uh, see that. Abby has pulled a power play because earlier... Um, and I'm trying to see, was this before? Was it before or after where we had the thing with Olivia, Millie, and Quinn? No, Olivia, Quinn, and Abby, I mean.
2: That was before... Before that, the that, plane, that would, isn't it? That was... Yeah, Olivia,
3: was, Quinn, and Abby in the elevator airplane? In and elevator. Oh, that was very the beginning of yeah. the
0: episode. Okay. That was the very beginning. So when we had that moment, that was strike one for Abby, and then she was she all in her feelings. the stairs. Right? Well, the
2: strike one was really... When they were... It was when they were in the elevator together. That was strike one, right? And then the strike two was when no, maybe.
1: I mean, well, because I think no, nothing was thrown. There were no blows thrown. That's just that's just awkward silence, which is different than she can take the stairs.
0: Okay. <laughs> it was pretty bad, yeah. Um, so when we had uh, uh, the real strike was when Melly could not get to Florida because we found out that they need Governor (coughs) Baker to get the endorsement for Florida Um, and pretty much Abby pulled a power play and she said that Air Force One is having technical difficulties and because they were at the Burbank airport they could not go anywhere and before we get into the reactions from everybody before we saw how it actually played out did you guys think that there were technical difficulties and then once you found out that there weren't technical difficulties did you think that Abby's move was a smart move overall? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because I mean, it's a dog fight. Yeah. And once you tell me to take the steps, though no, it's a dog fight. So yeah, we we're not gonna leave this. Uh, we're not gonna leave the tarmac. We're gonna stay in the plane, and we're gonna just sit here in jail. Yeah,
2: for me, I also like it because Olivia sometimes needs to get a little. She needs to get what she's done to a lot of other people. So it was in Jill, It was it was very. Nice to enjoy just watching her be defeated
0: yeah I'll agree with that um as we saw it play out though <clears throat> it was almost comical seeing how the candidates not the can yeah how the candidates were taking into their own hands specifically Melly because Susan was already in uh, Florida but seeing how Melly took it into her her own hands how Fitz took it into his own hands and they kind of just went against everybody else um. I will say we were all screaming at the screen when there was backlash from Abby and Liv because Liv was literally just looking out windows not doing anything.
2: When Olivia was looking out the window at Fitz and Melly, didn't she remind you of Pearl Shay from 227? I can't. <laughs> I enjoyed every moment. She I was looking. Cannot. She was like this. I can't. She was just like this.
3: Seven. She was, I can't.
2: <laughs> I loved it. I loved every moment of that.
3: Well, she just looked lost. She looked <laughs> lost. You know when you don't... Olivia has a type A... Really oh a my God. Olivia has a, a type A personality, kind of. So when you don't know what's going on, you don't even... She didn't even know how to hold her mouth. Like, she was like... <laughs> like, it was like quivering, and she was like... Oh, yeah. So, you know, it was it was cool.
0: But even before Melly, like, walked out and they had the interaction with Fitz on the tournament... She was looking lost and confused, like, the whole time. Mm. Like, she wasn't doing anything. And that's why when it finally, when she went out there, when Melly went out there, which I love how Marcus, even though he doesn't have a huge role in the show right now, I love how Marcus does just take things to his hand, and he's not afraid to go against Liv. Because he gave her that look of, I did it and what, bitch? He was,
1: and he said, no! No. Go back and get her!
0: No! And at the same time, like when Abby was upset telling Fitz that he can't go out there (laughs) so you're going to leave her out there Mm -hmm. and just standing there waving so she waved to nobody you know what I mean Mm -hmm.
2: because they're not thinking about they're actually not thinking about the big cause oh you can just stop it they're not
0: thinking go ahead (laughs)
2: they're thinking (laughs) yeah they're thinking about trying to up each other so that was that was the whole thing it had nothing to do with the big the bigger cause
0: well, what I did love is uh, speaking of OPA, just speaking their mind. I love how there was just no bullshit this episode. And Quinn said, You know, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And she keeps up. And then when Huck bounced back and said, um, What do you say?
1: Why are you here? Why are you not saving Jake?
0: No, but I mean, after. Oh. So after Liv left, and then Huck pretty much said, I told you not to say that. Oh, yeah. And he said, Like, what am I supposed to do? Because nothing's getting accomplished. Uh, no,
1: but she said, She goes, She goes, She says something like, well, it's better than where we are, right? Didn't she say something, something. kind of like that? Like something to the effect of like, I can't exist in this. Like yeah. whatever this is, this isn't what I signed up for. So yeah, I'd rather bite the dog and have the dog bite me than be in this of weird limbo.
2: I also agree. I just like the fact that everyone stood up to her. Um, Lev really felt like she was more the gladiator, and the other everyone else was her. Was Olivia Pope? She was she was the whiny gladiator. She was like you know I don't displaying myself to you. You should be gladi-. like she pouted this entire episode, and they just gave her the
0: business. Mm. Mm. That's true. Um, so, what's up?
1: My only thing is. Other than Marcus, have you ever been in a situation like where you're in a group setting, right? And every time you propose a suggestion, someone's like, I don't like it, I don't like it. I'm of the belief, if you don't like something, when you say, I don't like it, you then also have to propose an alternative. And not only do you have to propose an alternative, you have to propose an alternative better than what you didn't agree with or the the option that you didn't want to vote for. Mm -hmm. The problem is they're not offering an alternative. So they, in some senses, are still acting like spoiled little kids saying, mommy, mommy, you're not being mommy. Well, if you're actually grown enough to step up like an adult and say, what the hell are you doing? Then solve the problem. So other than Marcus, he was the only one who actually proposed a solution. I actually need to a certain extent and just kind of in the realm of this discussion, both Quinn and Huck to step up instead of continuing to be like, mommy, mommy, mommy. Because then when I flip it on you and treat you like a child, don't get mad.
0: Well, I feel like Huck stepped up in the end. Not on the plane. Yes,
1: agree. That's why I said yeah, only, yeah. only in this moment, yeah, yeah. only in yeah. that moment.
0: I'd agree with that. Do you guys think that when we had the conversation with Fitz and Melly, um, when they were having a conversation on the tarmac and then Fitz dropped the knowledge that Liv is the one who killed Andrew, do you think that was necessary for her to know?
3: Well, when he first started talking about it and he mentioned it to... To Melly, like, oh, you, oh, we talk- You don't know. I wrote on my notes, Fitz is dingy. That's what I wrote. <sighs> I don't. Maybe it's just me, but stuff like that, you just take to the grave. I wouldn't e- hint nothing. I'm not hinting that someone murdered somebody. You take that shit with you. So I don't. Right then, I was, I was, I was cool. You, but you know, I'm always cool on things.
0: Oh my god, I was
3: cool don't fit. You got
0: people calling fit some bad names on um hmm. on, on, on Follow me media. on
1: Twitter so you can hear what we talk. Don't
0: about. be putting no uh, hashtag shits in my timeline.
1: <laughs> oh, I I just caught that. I had, I saw it, but I didn't. It didn't like register. Don't put. I I, I have <laughs> yeah, my moment with Lynn and either. Jake last week, <laughs> and they cool,
0: but don't yeah. be putting no shits in my timeline. Because
1: he looked good when he got off that plane with his little
0: walk.
3: Listen. He looked like he had his draws in his butt.
0: Whatever. I can't.
1: See, this is the thing is though. I I I think I understand. (laughs) I agree with Cornelia for the first part, but I don't agree with her at the end because I think that he needed to tell her because he needed he needed Melly to know what Olivia was going through. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, for her to be so callous and or so careless to say, oh, cause she would kill her. That means you need to know. Like, you need to know, like, first of all, you actually can't say that because she's actually killed someone, number one. Number two, you can't say that because, or not that you can't say this, but I need to let you know what she's gone through and kind of also how much she's done for you. So as you're standing here saying, like, Liv's not doing her job, arguably she killed somebody for you. She did kill him for herself, But at the end of the day, if she's a little bit off of her game, I'm going to tell you why and that there's a a larger reason that you need to be informed about, let alone that I think he genuinely cares about Olivia. And now I think we're seeing it in a different space than we've ever seen it before. Like, it seemed very caring. There was no one-minute music. There was no... Do you know what I mean? It was just literally simply that you're going to care for a friend, even if it's a past tense friend, because they must be suffering to have had to have killed someone with their bare hands. And that's why even Melly couldn't believe it. Melly was like, "What are you talking about?"
0: But she what? said, "Props to live." That was I was <laughs> cuz Melly's a G. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't know that that whole scene was was interesting, um but it was nice to see how Melly then flipped it to her advantage so she could get the plane to go. And then when Fitz got back on the plane, which I understand everything that Abby was saying as far as the optics, if you just have a conversation with Melly then all of a sudden, ooh, magically the plane can can finally go. You know what I mean? That that is a problem. But uh, because everything that Melly said, she was able to convince Fitz to move the plane and then when she got back on the plane, Melly got back on the plane with Liv. Liv then had her moment with Melly and then said okay in her mind I'm going to do something now and she called and then you see we're going to flash forward to Governor Baker's dinner where at first she said it, it was amazing but at first she said uh, you know no late guests and you know dinner is already started which is very typical in certain parts of the south I don't know if y'all watch Southern Charm on um, Bravo but things like that happen anyway um, <laughs> but she was late to dinner and <clears throat> when uh, Melly showed up they said actually somebody else and it was Fitz with her as well um I'd have to jump forward and then jump back and specifically, because to me, like dinner is cool, um, but specifically in terms of Susan and David. Let's just go here really fast. Um, So when Susan and David had that sweet moment, we see that in this episode, you know, he's sleeping on the floor. Um, He has this weird interaction with both women in his life. So Susan's treating him like shit. Liz is treating him like shit and blaming him for everything, even though she's, pretty much the sole reason for all the drama. Um, So if we fast forward to... Liz, she pissed me off this episode. If we fast forward to the scene where uh, Susan's laying in bed, when Susan's laying in bed, and she is literally crying... Oh, Susan. Because he broke her
1: heart. Damn, are you laughing at Susan? I don't know what he's laughing at. I'm laughing
2: at your reactions to him because you.
1: because <laughs> oh, no. I'm like he's all like, and I'm like, what am I not seeing?
0: No, when Susan was crying. And saying that like, yeah. like he broke her heart, and then yeah. David just shit, shit, shit hole. Just but
1: also let's back up. And what's even worse though is in the next scene when we find out that he actually um, took the bribe or whatever it is, because Everything... the fact that she goes in that moment, I remembered the guy that you really are, and I remember that you're still there. So meaning she was able to stand up to her at that table, right? Because she, because she literally reminded herself that she that's like she has integrity. Sophie, your phone is in Emile's framing when you lift it up and use it. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to read it out loud. Sorry, I'm slow. Um, yeah, my bad. <laughs> no, I
0: completely, I completely get that. I just, in that moment when we find out, especially about the bribing, that just confirms that the actual David is just shit. Not only does he not have a smile, like he's just shit, and because I,
2: I,
1: but is I he is in like well. And this is where he's not
3: he well. Because think about it, he. David if it wasn't for how much in reality how much he cares about Susan mm-hmm. he wouldn't have yeah. called old girl back and, and would have uh, went along with her deal he mm-hmm. wouldn't have done it he would have mm-hmm. been like no cause you know David is all about I'm for the greater good and I'm gonna do what's right so the fact that he cared enough about Susan that he did it to the point where he wasn't even going to say anything like he was just doing it you gotta I mean you gotta, you gotta give it to David a little bit my thing is David is doing all this, please, baby, please. And Susan still don't know that the woman is Lizzie Bear. Mm-hmm. So that's the problem. Wow. Well. Because now she's all David. I thought I, I remember the good guy you are. They hugging now. They're gonna be on the on the plane playing cards and and jam rummy. And then now <laughs> the bomb. The second bomb is gonna drop, and it's going to be oh my bad. It's your campaign manager. Yeah
0: well even like the when she finds that out that shit's gonna hit the fan but even with like the comments that Lizzie Bear makes like when she said you know dogs don't sell them the furniture and then when she wants him to the whole sugar thing when she wanted him to completely stop the investigation just because that would get Governor Baker over like things like that the fact that Lizzie Bear is taking no ownership in anything I don't know that just pisses me off so um, well, also she's
1: just not that good at her job That's true. No, but really. So you really thought that Susan Ross... Like, why were you talking about it in front of Susan? No, really. So you really thought that talking about it in front of Susan was going to be a good idea. Susan is, like, as pure as they come. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She's not not good at her job.
0: All right, guys. Let's go into Governor Vargas. Um, So Governor Vargas... Remember, uh, Alex is running the campaign... But we had a, uh, another visit from Cyrus and Michael. And, you know, remember the genesis of this relationship? It was just kind of like a fling that was happening, and he was paying him, paying his rent, everything. And then when the media found out you know, had to spend it and they got married, he's taking care of the kid at home, um, and Cyrus is out cheating on him with Tom. <clears throat> so in this episode, we see we have a sweet moment with, is it Emma? Is that the daughter's name?
1: Yeah. Ella?
0: Ella. 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 Okay. Um,
1: yes, of course it's Ella. Yeah.
0: Um, Ella's on the floor. She's playing with her dolls, looking cute as ever. She's growing up right before her eyes. <laughs> and uh, we see Michael being a great father to the child from the little moments that we see. It looks like he's doing his job. Um, and then Cyrus is still treating him like shit, saying, well, you know, I'm going to be out late, you know, but I'll call if I'm um, going to be back before midnight. And if we fast forward to the whole blow up, because Uh, what's his name Michael got a call from Alex and being the good husband that he is he says you know don't contact me again when Michael confronts Cyrus though about the whole cheating thing to me I think that was one of the best moments of the episode Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, only because I love when we have moments from a character where it's something you wouldn't expect Um, and to see him come clap back at Cyrus the way he did it was just perfect Um,
2: you didn't expect to see what?
0: I didn't expect to see Michael go there with Cyrus. Like, there's certain characters you don't expect to go toe-to-toe. And even though that's his husband, just because of the nature of their relationship, you wouldn't expect Michael to really come at Cyrus like that, even though he has information that could hurt him.
2: I didn't see it. He's, he has nothing to lose. I don't see... He has nothing. He has nothing. Yeah, but when people who don't have anything...
1: No, 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 no see I sorry I'm mean, I I, deliberately cutting you off no the key thing is he has everything but without Cyrus he has nothing so those people normally don't speak up because at the end of the day if he had something he would have never agreed to be a contract husband so contract husband similar to Stepford wives normally never speak up they normally what what do they do they take up drinking they take up screwing the pool boy mm-hmm. oh, no, for the right hey. price
3: I might do I would do <laughs>
1: For the right amount of money. I can't. <laughs> okay. I
0: can't
1: her Instagram is literally? She's about to have like hundred DMs. <laughs> Don't nobody be in No, no, can't whatever. Nobody's about to have like hundred DMs. Did you all hear that? I she said for the right to king. Yeah. Watch. Her DM's about to blow up. <laughs> we we'll talk about it next week on Happy Hour.
0: I can't. <laughs> <have> no DMs. <laughs> so I wanna specifically read some of the things that he said, okay? because it made me so happy
3: <laughs> wait who, Michael or Michael. Cyrus M-
0: Michael call and call Cyrus <laughs> um, so he said are you cheating on me because he said you would call when Cyrus uh, referenced his stupidity and said oh because you have that big Stephen Hawking brain t- no no, that
1: was, no, no, no. that was the first strike that
0: was the first strike and he said no I need someone who knows his role that was strike number two um, who shuts up. That was strike number three. Who gets me off from time to time. That was strike four. You would have got punched in the face by that no, point. No, I
1: completely agree. And nobody Also, what's worse is he goes, who you think would try to get me off once in a while. So he was actually being worse. He was actually saying, you actually don't even do that job right. Mm-mm. But you a hooker. No, Did you, you see the implication? <laughs> Doesn't make sense. <laughs> Literally, that actually was your job. And you're actually <laughs> not doing your job.
0: Strike five. Was when he said, "Well, Michael said I take care of our daughter," and when Cyrus said James' daughter, that was strike five. But then this is when Michael clapped back. and He said, "Oh, the guy's name is Tom, right?" Mm. So that that eliminated all those strikes. And then,
2: <laughs> his his answer was priceless. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> I get I'm first sorry? of all, first of all, the way when he first asked, "Are you are you cheating on me?" Cyrus' response just in general gave everything away because mm. it wasn't like a. It would be a different. It was like, I'm sorry, what? It was like, it was like, I'm sorry. Like, how do you know? Like, it wasn't. He was,
2: he was truly thrown off. Like, he was not expecting that. So that's why he went so. I believe that's why Cyrus went so hard. Is because you have to kind of make up for. um busted.
3: That's what men do sometimes. Y'all get mad at. Y'all get mad at the woman for catching you doing something. Oh, why every time? Even like, dude, just why are you mad? You're lying. Relax but Cyrus is Cyrus this was a traditional Cyrus scene Cyrus in that bedroom every time Cyrus is in the bedroom he has some of his best scenes mm-hmm. in oh. that room and he yells and he yells but every if, anytime we have the anything from Cyrus that's like some real real good dirty <laughs> it's in the bedroom hmm. I, I like I like
0: that's this true. scene that's mm-hmm. true that's actually yeah. really true
1: yeah profound
0: strike six when he called him a washed up rent boy I would have punched him dead <laughs> in the motherfucking
1: throat sorry I mean, every single I episode so I talk about not cursing and every single episode I curse so that limit I have punched so him I no beyond then I, I am sorry I, I really am not sorry, sorry.
0: <laughs> boy bye, bye. <laughs> I
1: mean, Punch him dead in the face. And no. like, oh.
0: Boy, bye. Uh, first of all, if you want to hear our thoughts on lemonade, make sure you check out Happy Hour a Shot of Conversation. Go to iTunes or any podcast app. Search for Happy Hour a Shot of Conversation. We talk about lemonade, uh, Prince, and Little Kim. So uh, it was
1: a really yeah. juicy cocktail. It was episode good. fifty, mm-hmm. Purple Lemonade.
0: Purple Lemonade. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need uh, Michael to listen to lemonade. Yeah because well, like apparently I said, he
1: did he took his little whole uh, exactly. clothes he, yes. his, he, did, he <laughs> said ashes <laughs> to ashes dust to side, side chick
0: because <laughs> 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 uh, when we came back because I, I, I know was anybody surprised that he helped Cyrus yes. with the Alex Vargas yes. thing but
3: do we... oh yeah because he called yes but how did they get there like I don't under that's the part I don't understand. Yeah. So the argument ended and they were pissed off. Yeah. Michael was in his feelings. And then flash forward to Because now, now because think about him it, because now Cyrus,
1: because now Cyrus is literally like, yo, how the hell do you know about Tom? And even the way the way that Cyrus like backed him down, you for at least for me, it reminded <clears throat> me that not only is Cyrus a monster, but he's a pit bull. Mm-hmm. Like just from the physicality alone, Michael should be able to take Cyrus. Let alone like just mm-hmm. for and I'm being dramatic for home. on purpose. Totally. Like Cyrus is old. Does it make sense? But the way he just, whatever, and you could see the fear in Michael's face, like, yo, what's he finning to do? (laughs) Now we know that he will kill someone, right? So I think he literally (laughs) said, he then had that conversation like, yo, so how do you know about Tom? There's no way Cyrus is gonna let that go. What he thinks he's just like spying on him and happens to know that, to know the guy's name. Think about it, this is like a like, Tom's a spy. Mm -hmm. So presumably you would have to have really good intel to actually know what his name is so yeah so they had another conversation and Cyrus or whatever
0: and Man. helped him out and then he took the child with him All his and clothes I knew were that behind.
1: the minute the minute the minute I realized he was gone I was like oh he took the kid because <laughs> the way that you literally were like James's kid James ain't here no more bitch and he was the one combing that baby's hair. totally Mm -hmm. watching YouTube videos Mm no son like whatever you think cause you just like kiss her on the forehead and make her laugh fuck
2: you I (laughs) I think rather than Michael trying to go toe to toe with Cyrus or um or a fist fight uh happening I think the best thing that he could have did is just leave but Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not sold on him taking the child
3: you thought you should have left her. Left her.
2: Well, you know you can't. You can't leave. You can't. Leave, you can't leave the little girl by herself. You but got nannies and stuff. To take the child, I'm. I'm, I'm uh, hoping that the child is somewhere else. But you don't take that no. man's
1: child.
0: There, that. But technically, <laughs> that's his husband.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And that's a big power play. hmm Completely. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was a smart move. I get what you're saying, yeah. man. But I think that was a, a smart move. for the purposes of the show. Real mm-hmm. life, I might agree with you. Well, sorry. Actually, too, real life, do yeah. not. Right. Yeah. Because I Cause wouldn't like, want well, a child to be raised by nanny. Thank
1: you. And you don't think I have rights? Like, I live in this house. I love this child. Does that make sense? Like, where... where it gets complicated because that you have, the, you have the difference between legal sorry. paternity versus... <laughs> or not paternity, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, legal custodialship versus... Practical custodial ship. Mm-hmm. Practically, Michael is the primary caregiver. Practically, what is in the best interest of the child? We almost need to go to court to know that the best interest of the child is for the child to be with Michael. Mm-hmm. But he was a hooker, though. I agree with you, but even that, <clears throat> I kind of still, still mm-hmm. ironically. You know, they'd be ashamed. But if they did, like
0: the, they did like a test and they certain questions about the child. Cyrus wouldn't know shit Cyrus
1: isn't gonna know nothing, nothing. what's Cyrus her favorite even movie her hair he doesn't
0: what's her favorite color what cartoons you watch every day Michael be like oh she watched The Backyard again her favorite color is blue you know what yeah. I mean like, I bet
1: she, he doesn't even know what Like, she's allergic to
0: no You don't know
1: mm. so at the end of the day and also too I mean they may not know this but Cyrus is a killer
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh that was my question so when he said I would be forced to put you out was mm-hmm. he talking about yeah. putting him out the house yeah. or actually no, no out like mm-hmm. dead mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I would have reacted. She
3: tried to kill James in broad daylight.
0: <laughs> yeah. It wasn't broad yeah, daylight. Remember, remember. Literally in <laughs> broad daylight. Oh my god. Um, okay, guys, so let's talk about uh, first of all, I just have to comment. <laughs> I put Liv throwing glasses and I gave a side eye. Because
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, Ugh!
1: Like it was so, like so Barbara esque. Yeah, like, oh, and yeah. also she should have thrown it at the, the TV. TV. Exactly. Yeah. I was
0: like, this. <laughs> I thought she was gonna do something to the TV when it went to the side, yeah. I was like, the point was that? A, She's like, I ain't paying for no new TV <laughs> <laughs> like, We ain't got enough clients for that No,
1: obviously okay. when she went to boarding school She did not play sports
0: mm-hmm. Okay, so
2: I mean, her swing was pretty good two weeks ago
1: With the chair,
0: you
2: know shit.
0: Busted. I was about to reenact it I know, right? <laughs> I, I gotta do it offline I wanna do it so bad <laughs> oh. I'm not gonna do it because it's not oh God, my
2: God. God that was my favorite performance of the entire season
0: wait I can do it behind the scenes if you
2: do it,
0: <laughs> 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 I, wanna do it I gotta do it off camera oh. okay um let's talk about this beautiful moment we had with Huck and Liv because what I love about Huck is there's been so many moments where Liv hasn't been there for him but Huck mm, I feel like probably. is always there for Liv except the fact that it took almost four seasons to get a proper locks on the door but besides that Huck is always there for Liv um so (laughs) I told Liv that she should be at home um and they had this conversation where we finally had a bit of the Chinese wall come down just a little bit where she talked about how she's dealing with Andrew's death and she pretty much said you know it was a relief I'm not grieving it felt good but I love how Huck was so intuitive to know that she's hurting from something else and he stood there and waited she said why are you staring at me and he's like um I'm waiting for the rest of it and then she told Huck what Rowan said um his character is just so oh. complex, and has he won an Emmy yet? But he's been nominated.
1: Ridiculous, nope. Guillermo Diaz is. To say he is <coughs> talented is 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 almost an insult. Like his command of this thing called acting is so good, it's scary. And I don't mean it's scary because of the character he plays, but it's so good in the way that he masters human emotion. And think about it, he is the least animated of all of the characters. So meaning he is playing things like within a, like a Millimeter. I really wanted to say centipede for another reason. Anyways, but he was really <laughs> in a millimeter. Doesn't make sense of movement, but expresses so much. See, we do too many shows. We <laughs> hang out too much. I can't. Yeah. Centipede! <laughs> <laughs> no, he needs to win every type of T V award that you can win. He should win. Or at least be is- nominated. Win. But that's why we don't really care about awards that much because they're kind of stupid. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: And we know how Kaneelly feels about that. Um, okay, actually, so. You know, I'm going
1: to look something up. I actually bet he has won an award. I know exactly what award he's won. Keep talking. I'll find oh, it. Oh, I time bet we're on the
0: same page, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, what um, I need to say before I <laughs> yeah, look yeah. like an asshole. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was a beautiful scene between them. And I love seeing how, unlike Quinn, <laughs> he can do more than just call somebody out and not back mm-hmm. it up.
1: Right, because he found a solution. Exactly. Exactly. So, and, go sorry, no, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Oh, and for me, I like that she wasn't upset about Andrew. Mm
0: hmm. It makes sense. Do you know what
1: I mean? Like, and I said, like, and that's why even, you know, last episode when we found out that she was faking it, I liked it. And I like now, like, yeah, no, that's not why I'm mad. That mother, he deserved to die. Yeah. I'm glad I did it with my hands. I um, think I said yeah. two
0: weeks ago, too, because um, with me, with the whole kidnapping of Olivia. Granted, everything she went through was awful. The thing that got me was the moment where she ran through those doors and she was still trapped inside. I don't know how. To, I don't know why mm-hmm. that scene resonated with me so mm-hmm. much. I don't know if I had a dream or something mm-hmm. when I was a child, but that moment right there just, partner, fucks you up. Like fucks you up. To think that you're free and then you're still there. Granted, she thought she was in another country, but it was just so many different elements. I can understand how because Andrew was one behind the whole thing who orchestrated how killing him could be such a relief and feels so good Um, let's talk about Abby and Fitz because we had a lot of moments in the last three scenes where people were just getting shit off their chest Mm -hmm. so I want to know first what you guys thought about the whole Abby Fitz scene because when it first started I think I wrote girl yeah I wrote Girl yeah. by <laughs> <laughs> like I wrote Girl by um, but as it progressed I kind of understood where her frustration and pain was coming from and I started to feel for her mm-hmm. but I'm still 50 50 on that whole scene
3: I agree I was like oh uh, here we go Abby all about me I run you you run the country and then I was then you saw that she had a concern for her friend. So, I get it. But, like you said at the beginning, I was like, ugh.
0: You know how there's certain things that between the four of us, we may know. How do I say this? Um, actually, I'm just going to use the show specifically because I can't go there. So, when she said, I run you. I- I think that bothered me because even though that may be something that Fitz knows, did it bother anybody else? Like, she said it out loud? Mm-hmm. Like, it was almost like something that's unspoken, and the fact that you that is, finally mm-hmm. said it out loud, it's like, whoa, 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 wait. And then Fitz, because of who Fitz is, he starts to question himself. I'm like, wait, do you, wait, you run? I, I don't know. That bothered me because mm-hmm. it was almost as if that's exactly what Liv was talking about. She doesn't know mm-hmm. what she's doing because the fact that you would say that out loud. <clears throat> I, I, the fact that you
1: have to say it exactly. out loud means you're not doing your exactly. job. Yeah. You should you should never you should never let the puppet know that it's a puppet. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: No, that that's that's exactly how I felt. it bothered me so much that she said that, but
1: But he
3: didn't but he didn't really, he didn't have something anything to say
0: in that moment, mm-hmm. but I guarantee you. No, but you, he
1: did. That's why he that's why he that's why he got up. And it wasn't until she started crying yeah. that he really wasn't going to like. And that's why she was like, "You would have never done this to Cyrus, you know? First of all, you don't know my relationship with them. They've actually had those interchanges where sometimes he's like, "No, you're going too far." Back down. Because again, if you do it in a way where I see you you messed up because I actually saw the strings. It meant I saw the see the strings, and I, know I have to do something or else I'm a punk. Well, uh, he he, <laughs> he doesn't know he's being <laughs> that.
2: Really? I'm fifty fifty about it. Um, the one thing that I put in my notes is it seems like whenever Fitz is having any kind of dialogue with women he know, I feel like at any moment he was going to kiss Abby like he's always so oh, I never felt. he's that always kind the, like the of yeah, the way he was like looking in the eyes, I mean I knew he wasn't going to kiss her no, but I what you mean, he's no.
0: always so he did the same thing kind of with Melly too in that situation earlier at the yeah. time just the way he approaches but it could just be his charm yeah. it could just be because he has that swag because Fitz, Fitz is Fitz.
2: Uh, and then one other thing I say about Abby is although... <laughs>
0: right,
1: I'm going to raise my head and look in that direction. <sighs>
2: although Abby is out of pocket, okay. <laughs> although she's out of pocket a lot of times, I can understand her frustration of having to be and in, be in the mix between Fitz. I mean, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I get yeah. it. So,
1: No, but you knew that going into it. Dude, you knew that going into it, and the only reason you are even in the Oval is because of Olivia. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It's mm-hmm. not like you got this job on your own. You you only were even ever to be allowed to be in or a proxy because you were a gladiator. But so she's you can't human. Know. I, I...
2: She's human, and if she's if she's put in the middle of a, of a of all of this big circle, I'm just saying that it's okay if she has a moment you suffer the consequences, get fired or do whatever you have to do. But as a human, she has that right to But again,
1: this is my only to thing is out and but say this what is my she has thing to is, say. So what was Fitz supposed to do? So Win-win. Fitz. So so literally, so when his ex-wife walks out of her plane, goes outside and waves at his plane, what was he supposed to do? Oh, he's supposed to get out. Absolutely. And then after he talks with his wife, what was he supposed to do? Get back on the plane and just sit there?
0: I felt like he was going to until the live conversation, actually. That's the direction it felt like it was going.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
0: And now that I think about it, the only thing I will say, is Susan was already in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. So technically, if Fitz didn't go out there, I mean, he's he's already in his last term. What They know he's divorced.
1: He looks like an un... A he looks like an uncaring, I don't know. Yeah, I I, get what you're saying. I lost my. I
0: was like, I have, I have. I get what you're saying, but I I don't know. (laughs) I can play devil's advocate with that and see how Abby might have thought that it could have played out a certain way. But um, but yeah. So final scene, Abby and Liv. Um, it wasn't the final scene in the show, but that was the final scene we're going to talk about. Abby and Liv finally have a moment where they bear it all and they open up and. The main thing that was confusing from that was um, when Olivia says that the reason why she kept saying little like Abby and talking to her, not in the meaning way, but kind of condescending, saying you can come back and work for me, um, you're not a monster. She said she wants Dolan back. Olivia said that she wants Dolan back. <clears> and it's the first time that she said that since she left the White House, um, and it was just weird. It didn't make sense. Because we all know she was in the oval. Mm -hmm. Granted, when she was in the oval, she didn't have the type of power she wanted because she was then relegated to an ornamental role like Fitz likes to use. Um, But somebody as intelligent as Olivia, if she wanted to get out, you know what I mean? Like, it it, it doesn't make sense. Like, she's saying that she wants the oval, but she gave it up. I don't know. I'm just.
1: And not only did she give it up, it literally is also (laughs) too. So you've been working arguably your whole life to get real power, and you have it for a hot second, and someone basically t- tries to thwart you, and you just leave, and you leave in the manner in which you did. That doesn't make sense, especially not for nothing. You shouldn't put your all your all, all your checks, um, all your um, car, play your all your card with Melly. Like Melly is not the you know what I mean. Like Melly, you you literally have to prop Melly up. Like mm-hmm. Melly is such a Petulant child. So if you want back in, back in so much, you should have done it with the person who you could have controlled. Mm-hmm. Like really, just in the same way that she said to um to Jake, like I could basically say what I said to you, and then two seconds later you're going to take me back. It's the same thing with Fitz. You don't think she could have angled this with Fitz? But instead, like she demolished it. She she. Not only did she have the Oval, she had the Oval and she had the American public loving her despite Mm -hmm. the fact that she was a mistress. So, meaning, she got everyone. She got feminists being like, you rock, girl. She got, like, traditionalists being like, oh, it's a love story. Like, everybody loved her. And why? Because he made you do some, like, egg tosses or I don't even remember what the (laughs) hell because I'm still so traumatized. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it didn't even resonate with me. And again, same thing. It's like how... And then also, too... That does not mitigate you disrespecting your friend. You weren't happy for her. Does it make sense? If anything, you should understand, and not for nothing, like your dad said, then you will punk. Because who the hell gives that up? Yeah. So don't be mad at me, because I'm doing what you trained me to do. And so that's why I do think that Abby's emotional outpouring was good, because she's like, I'm only doing what my master told me. So, so how is it that you are not elated? And then to call me little Abby like I'm not really a monster?
2: Um, Abby's check to Olivia was great, but what you were saying, Emil, is you said that it didn't make sense to you. To me, it actually does make sense. Uh, the fact that she, the way she left it, the way she left the White House, you know, um, pregnant, the abortion, um, Olivia is simply not herself anymore, and so she re- like you could you could you could leave something and then realize the minute you quit your job, you're like, I fucked up.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. I totally, 100% disagree. Mm-hmm. That's with a normal person. Not with someone of the caliber of her. So, so you think that you can actually be in the White House. You are running things. You you orchestrated that, theoretically, you didn't get yourself freed, but you bought yourself time to get yourself freed from <laughs> kidnappers who are willing to sell you for a, gaz- a gazillion dollars, right? You then weasel back somehow into the White House and are actually running the world. You think that person is stupid enough to then basically be like, Obama oh, leave and think I can just come back?
2: Yeah, in some ways, because
1: Then you don't deserve to be there. <clears throat> Maybe that's that's why she ain't there yeah. yet. Right. But you can't have it both. You you, you can't.
2: She and, tends to like things.
1: True, but to me it doesn't make sense. Like, do you know what I mean? Because now we're having one of the situations and that's why the only thing I wrote on my little thing was a triangle. I had a moment, this episode, where I felt like they slipped back, is that other than her interaction with Huck, I felt like it it didn't feel believable to me. Because again, we literally, and yes, I know she's off her game because she's upset about Abby or she's upset about not being in the White House, but again, it's literally like when they were doing the split screen where everything she was saying was exactly what everything Lizzie Bear was saying, then that means to me you're basic. Right? You're not thinking of anything more creative than kiss her ass. She, th- the governor. You have to kiss her ass. You can't be late. You have to. Be- really, dude? You could have put that on a little memo or emailed that to me. I don't need you to tell me that. Like I'm, like I'm some idiot. I'm the first lady. Once you tell me, don't be late. Kiss her ass. Whatever. That's your <laughs> game plan for winning Florida and all of these delegates. Yeah. No, dude. So I felt like she was regressing some. And if anything, I would have actually preferred if when she had her meltdown with, with Huck, that she actually said, but maybe she didn't, maybe I'm just forgetting, about Jake. Like, yes, when yeah, she, she said the, the slitting the throat and whatever, whatever, but then, I don't know. It did. I don't know. It didn't resonate with me. I can't explain it. I I mean, I, I'm not saying that I'm, like, cold and callous and that it didn't do something for me, but there's still something that doesn't... It doesn't feel right. That doesn't make sense with the scene with Abby. Mm-hmm. Which is it? Does it make sense? Is it that you actually... You can't believe that your father beat you? That I buy. Hmm. Does that make sense? That's what I buy. I I buy that she still cares what her father thinks. I, I, I buy that she still can't believe that being the Olivia Pope, she's still a child controlled by this monster. That I believe. I don't believe all of this is simply because with Abby that she wants back in the White House. That doesn't I don't I don't buy it.
0: Well, do uh, <coughs> you guys have any more thoughts? No. Let us know what you guys think about the episode, about the things we discussed. If we miss anything, you can always catch up with us online. Um, does anybody have any news and gossip? No, Sophia, did you find out about the award? Did he?
1: Well, definitely he was nominated for an NAACP award in 2015 and 2016, and I was trying to see if he was also nominated for an AMLA award, but... Fortunately, thank you, NAACP, for nominating him, um, but I'm, I'm 99% positive he's been nominated for an AMLA, so let us know if you happen to know any other awards that Guillermo Diaz has been nominated for, but we here at AfterBuzz nominate and give him an honorary AfterBuzz Gladiator Award, because mm-hmm. we think that he is an outstanding actor, so F
0: The other organizations. Oh my goodness. All right, so now it's time for Cornelia's cold piece of the week.
3: Copies of the week for this week's episode of ABC Scandal goes to Michael for piecing out, chunking up the deuces to Mr. Cyrus Bean. He took his whole clothes and slut suits. He strolled on out of there (laughs) and left, went goodbye, packed up little Ella and her cute little black Barbie dolls. Shout out to you guys for putting those dolls there and took the baby. He probably took her hair care products Mm -hmm. with him. He took her brush. You know, you had a kit. the her scarf I Me mean, her scarf You know had the caboodles With your Barbie, with your barbeds and stuff in it, And then your brush He took all of that With him and her So shout out to Michael For uh, being the man This episode mm-hmm. Let us know who you think Cold Peace should be Hit us up on Twitter Instagram and Facebook Using hashtag Cold
0: Peace Alright guys And now uh, Let's go into predictions And now Your After Buzz TV <laughs> Predictions <clears throat> Two more episodes left. Let's get it.
1: <laughs> I have no predictions. Mine is a salty prediction. I predict that last episode and the episode before that will be my favorite episodes for this season. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't have
2: any predictions. Um, Let's
0: just get this over with.
1: <laughs> oh, no, he did it
0: because he's so excited for it to end he, like, he can't wait he for can't the wait for the finale. finale
1: he cannot handle the anticipation cannot
0: wait I just, who's gonna <laughs>
2: win president I'm just you know
1: they're not gonna get there yet it's still only the nomination yeah <laughs> literally the finale is yeah. only gonna end with the nomination you know, and like that's only for one side yeah, they,
2: they, they do like to move forward they pull a flash forward one year
3: later <laughs> no they'll do that at <laughs> the, yeah, the, yeah,
1: yeah. the beginning of season 6 the beginning of season yeah. 6 yeah
0: yeah so yeah, we're so excited. Okay, guys. Uh, so now where can we find you guys on social media? You
2: can find me on our social media. <laughs> <laughs> Bam Erickson.
1: And if you are a podcast junkie or a wise wordsmith and you just need a shot of conversation, check out our podcast, Happy Hour, by following us at happy hour underscore TV, or check out Happy Hour, a shot of conversation on iTunes. If you want to speak to me directly at Sophia Stanley, Twitter and Facebook at the mm. Sophia Stanley on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at
3: Canelia. You can find me on Snapchat at Canelia one And I'll be at the Comedy Union tomorrow night, Friday at 10 p.m.
0: You can find me at Junior and at Junior 31 on Snapchat. Guys, thank you for listening and watching each and every week. We appreciate you and your support. Make sure you tune in next week, same time, same place. Bye, Gladiators.